0: Black is us. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back again. Welcome back again to another episode of Tales of the Two percent. I am your man, your boy, your friend, your homie, Mr. Wilson, checking in with you one more time, man. We got the fellas in here with us today man but before we get him in here remember that tales of the two percent is brought to you by the good folks over at crux media that's crux media group if you want to get your podcast started get your voice out there man e- email the good folks over at crux media at info at crux media llc.com they can show you everything from getting your podcast started to get it monetized to getting the proper equipment to get that good high quality sound Make sure you email the people over at crux at info at llc.com. and they'll get you right, man. But my fellas are with us today, man, popping up in here fresh off of his 16-mile running week, getting ready for that 5K, man. Shouts out to the man, America's favorite science teacher, Donnie Williams. What's going on, boy?
1: What's going on? Good morning, good morning.
0: There he is, there he is. It's too cool for school. What's going on. And on.
2: Yo, 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 what's happening, everybody?
0: We're putting in AP out for Najee yeah. But other than that, Najee's gonna get up in here eventually. So uh we're gonna get this show rolling and uh make sure we have ourselves a good time, a good thing today, man. Fellas, before we get started, man, how what's going on this week? How we doing in the classrooms? Oh right,
1: man, we're doing all right, man. Uh in my class, we're about to uh move forward with ecology talking about ecosystems uh right before the spring break so probably introduce them to a couple hands-on activities make sure we reinforce those uh those terms man before we hit spring break
2: yeah man and uh language arts you know uh, my students they had to do a narrative writing and it's funny because they try to act like they can't write stories but i hear them tell some of the most elaborate stories every single day (laughs) Every day I hear like thirty lies. <laughs> I just be like, "Write about that. That was the best lie of your life. Write it. <laughs> write it down. That is a book. <laughs> just write it." They act like they can't write a story, man. Um, please.
0: Oh, that's funny, bro. That is so you. true, You, you telling. You speaking truth about that, one, boy. For uh, for me, over in my neck of the woods. We have map testing Monday and Tuesday, so uh, they got to finish that out. And I think they take science on Tuesday. And I told them already, I'm gonna be looking to see who grew. We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna get this data correct, but uh, Plan, no other game. than that, we'll probably spend the rest of the week, yeah. No, no games, no games. We'll spend the rest of the week probably doing um, working on weather, um, learning about air masses, air fronts. Uh, might let them build a kite. I don't know yet because I don't want no mess in my room before spring break. But um, Man,
1: we'll see. Time we'll is see. It but what do you talk? It's almost right. Yo, dude, cause y'all on meteorology already. It's Straight.
0: Yeah, Jeez. and this is this is this is unit five. So we got one more to go. Ooh. One more to go, and then we out out this peak. Yeah. But yeah. I can't wait. Let's go. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all tapping in with us one more week, one more episode. We're ready. We're caffeinated. It's gonna be a good show. Uh make sure you follow us at Mr. T O T P on. On Twitter at Tips on Instagram, man. Join the conversation in our Facebook group, a Tales of the Two Percent Podcast. If you want to be a part of the conversation, tap in as a substitute teacher or just be a part of the Teachers Downs Confessions, man. Make sure you leave us an email at TOCP Podcast at gmail.com or call and leave a voicemail at 470 765 8688, man. And we would love to hear from you, man. Now, you know, you're all master teachers we do our best or at least that's what i play between eight to five that's what my that's what my check says so um look for our first time listeners guys again like all times we have our show set up like a lesson plan man lesson plans have your warm-ups your announcements your uh, academic discussion data talk took out the to independent practice made room for the favorite segment of the show teachers announced confessions then, of course, good word, a SEL moment, and finally our ticket out the door, fellas. So, let's say you, let's jump straight into the warm up. And I cannot wait to play this one, man. It's a familiar game from way back in the day, man. Y'all ever put the categories? Yes, sir. Categories, champ, down. Donnie, you have. Ever-
1: You know what, funny thing, only since I've started doing the podcast with you gentlemen. Don't laugh at me.
0: Yeah, 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 that's all right, that's all right. So, let's see, it's going to be real, real good, y'all forgive me on that one. All right, so our categories, this is what we're doing. We're playing categories for today. So we got round one, round two, and round three. And then for those of you who never understood or never played categories, guys, let me tell you what categories is. You're given a couple of topics, you're given a couple of subjects, and then you have to name only using a specific guidelines. So for example, if I tell you guys, I need y'all to guess, you know, say something you find in the classroom. But you can only use the letter c so everything in the classroom that you think is, made, is the name of the letter c and again this is a very fun and engaging game and i hope you all get a chance to play this eventually but um we're gonna show you how it's done on tails of the two percent guys so listen to me round one is letter the letter c these are your categories i'm gonna give you all about voice you can write it down or you can just ramble them off let's see if you can get this, Antoine, you can ask them matter of fact, we'll do it like this. Antoine, I'm going to throw it to you. First. I'm going to give you 45 seconds. The letter C. These are your top TV shows, food, countries, movies, and musical instruments. You got 45 seconds to name one for each category, only using the letter C. Ready right, for this
2: yes sir count me down here we go all right hold on hold on wait, wait 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 wait, wait, wait. let
0: me count you down let me count you down son let me count you down you ready five
2: four three two one go all right so tv show with letter c we're gonna go with uh let us see tv show um I'm gonna skip that let me go to food uh food we're gonna go to uh cookies yeah uh country we're gonna go with uh, right. country Colombia, columbia uh movie we're gonna go with all uh, right movies ah uh, let's see 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 movie, movie. Uh, captain america
0: uh there it is and musical instruments
2: musical instrument we want to go with uh let's see musical instrument uh clarinet all
0: right 15 seconds tv show
2: tv show tv show Uh, 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 uh oh uh tv show was a cartoon captain planet <laughs> oh there
0: it is made it with three seconds yes. yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah there we go wow. i made it with
0: three seconds yeah all right don well you got way back in is, the phrase for is. that one all right don what's up here we go round one same categories same letter wait 45 seconds I'm gonna count you down. Five, four, three, two, one. TV shows.
1: Oh, oh, TV shows. All right. Um, there was a show in the 80s called Charles in Charge. Um, Ooh, come on now. Ooh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 80s buff, 80s buff. Um, food. Um, uh, let's go with carrots.
0: Okay, country,
1: um, country, country. Uh, uh, Canada. Shout out to Drizzy Drake.
0: Canada, there yes. it is. All right, movie.
1: Um, uh, movie. Uh, can't buy me love. Eighties movie. Oh, uh, there it is. All right, musical instrument. Musical instrument. Uh, da, 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 da. cello. Ooh, <laughs> there
2: it is, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, ding, ding.
0: These gentlemen here, fantastic.
1: fantastic
0: now, I had no show that started with the C because I, I I didn't even think about Captain Planet or Charles and Charles. But shout out <laughs> to the man, Tony Dance. Oh, <laughs> um, for foods, I had I did to also put carrots also like cookies uh I also put cookies and cream because i'm fatty so that's what I, ice cream flavor um countries i had canada um movies i put coming to america that was, that was my C movie <laughs> right there oh yeah and musical and musicals, i too also had a clarinet shout out to my band teacher in high school mr McKelvey, because i was the second chair clarinet in the symphonic man but yes sir we'll go back to that later yes, sir. all right fellas let's 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 jump into one more round on this one we're going to take it to the class to see to see to see how good we got this the letter is g the letter, the letter is g now listen to the categories because i'm gonna give you time to think things in your classroom things found inside a locker things that stay broken at work, vending machine items, and excuses used when you put in for a sick day. Categories again, the letters G category, the letter is G. Here are the categories, things in your classroom, things found inside a locker, things that stay broken at work, vending machine items, and excuses used when you put in for a sick day. I'm gonna give y'all a few seconds to let them juices, juices stir. A few seconds to let them juices stir. Don, I'm coming to you first, bro. Oh
1: Are you my ready? Gosh. Yeah. You
0: ready? You ready? Nope. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Things in the, in your classroom start with the letter G.
1: Ooh. Uh, I'm a science teacher, so I have goggles. In my classroom. Ah, there
0: it is. All right, things found in the locker. Um,
1: uh, things found in a locker. Uh, garments, right? Clothes. Ah, garments. All right. I got you.
0: Uh, all right, that... things that stay broken at work.
1: The 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 garsh darn printer. The deck. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> that might that might work. That counts.
0: That counts because we know what you wanted to say. Uh, yeah, All you know right. exactly uh, what uh, I wanted uh, to uh, say. Vending, <laughs> vending machine items.
1: Vending machine items. Uh, let's go with them. Uh, let's go with the granola bar.
0: There it is. All right. And excuses used when you put in for a day uh, for a sick day. Germs
1: I got sick. <laughs> That's the word,
2: dog. That's the word right there.
0: That's the word right there.
1: Uh, all right. That actually was all right there, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all be putting me on the spot, man. I'll be over here sweating. <laughs> I'm about to feel some
0: germs later this week. <laughs> huh? right. All right. Alright, all right, Antoine. You ready, brother? I'm gonna catch you with five, four, three, two, and one. Antoine,
2: things in your classroom that start with the letter G. Um, uh, things that start with the letter G in my classroom. Um uh, you know what? These kids are always eating stuff, man. We're gonna go with uh gum. Gum under yeah, the desk. Yes,
0: yes, brother. Classics. Yes,
2: things found inside a locker. Things found and start a locker starts with letter G. We're definitely gonna go with uh uh let's see, G. Uh, 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 uh oh, games. You know, kids like to yes, bring nice. games to school. Nice. Nice. Yes. There is, nice,
0: there it is, All right, things that stay broken at work that start with the letter G.
2: Uh, we're gonna go with uh groups of people. They broke. <laughs> 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 definitely, definitely. <laughs> groups of people groups of people broken the mud okay 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 vending machine items vending machine items um we're gonna go with uh let's start with letter G uh graham crackers
0: ah oh, oh, all right and excuses used when you put in for a sick day
2: 15 seconds uh let's see you know what uh you won't believe this man my grandma then lost her teeth I gotta go help her find oh. her teeth Boys, uh, uh, <laughs> grandma uh.
1: lost I gotta take off. Grandma didn't
2: lost it. That's
1: why you the oh,
0: favorite grandson. I'm gonna write, <laughs> write that one down. I'm gonna write that one down. Grandma don't lost her dog on teeth.
1: I got the of mercy.
0: I won't be back till three fifteen.
1: Yep, right. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. So, let me out for 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 things in my classroom that start with the letter G I put garbage always garbage in my classroom nice Right, for things that's found inside a locker that start with the letter G I put more garbage because these kids is nasty for things that stay broken at work I put the girls toilets because for some reason they always seem to be out of order wow. for uh, vending machine items I put gummy bears to have the gummy bears in there oh yeah, lovely and then excuses used when you put in for a sick day um i said i gotta go i just gotta go to the doctor it is gotta go to the doctor i gotta go i gotta go i I I just gotta go i gotta go get my big toenail trim that's what it is i gotta go to the doctor <laughs> oh shoot man but that was our warm-up fellas thank y'all for tapping in on that one uh don go ahead and give us our announcements and our learned objective brother if you don't mind
1: clayton county public schools and offices will be closed april 3rd 2023 through april 7th 2023 for spring break all schools and offices will reopen april 10th 2023 please make sure to follow COVID protocols while traveling and stay safe as possible we at tells 2% which each and everyone safe travels, loads of fun, and to all teachers as much needed and restful spring break. Yes, indeed. Learning objective to communicate and express the importance of self-image in black male educators and black male students.
0: There it is. There it is. Now, th- we came across this topic or I came across a specific topic because there was a kid in my class one time and or several kids in my class and their mothers chose to use these are boys african-american boys black boys by the way the mother chose to use getting a haircut actually as a form of punishment and it brought about the question of image to me because back in my day you know you 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 got the crisp cut you know you were sharper than the, t- like yeah you look good but nowadays haircuts is is are looked at as a form of punishment. So, you know, my question to you is: I'm gonna throw this one to you out first, Donnie. How important is image? Um,
1: image is extremely important. You know, I know there's this narrative that we're sometimes taught that uh, we should not judge a book by its cover. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, we forget that us as human beings, we're extremely visual creatures, like Mm -hmm. 80 to 90% of the information that that our brain processes is visual. And Mm -hmm. we build our whole lives sometimes or a lot of times based off of images, Like So Mm -hmm. um, from the neighborhoods that we live in, you know, the, the image, what is our perception of the neighborhood? You know, our house, you know, what is our perception of the house? You know, all it's all the way as men all the way boiled down to our perceptions of um meeting potential spouses. You know, in our heads we think, is this someone that I can see my spending the rest of my, my life with? Is this someone I can see myself spending the rest of my life with? So image is really important. Um sometimes we just don't acknowledge
0: that simple fact um true yeah that's true that's true Anton, what's up man
2: hey you know uh image images is, is is it is important um and if you think about the word image uh is the word image is embedded in the word imagination mm-hmm. and so what happens to people um as donnie stated is images become imprinted in your brain or mm-hmm. longer or far more after you see the person you mm-hmm. can always remember how you view somebody after you saw them the first time it, that that image is still stuck in your head and so image is important because it, it leaves a lasting impression
0: yeah true True. Real deal. I never thought about the part where you said, Donnie, where most of the information that we process is visual. The the things we see on TV, the things we, yeah, words yeah. we read in the book, all of this stuff is meant to paint an image in our mind. So I do think images are extremely, extremely important because, I mean, one thing that I've learned, unfortunately, sometimes they say you only get one chance at a first impression. And once that image is in your head, it's hard to go back on that like people can change people can you know evolve and all that but images images do make a lasting effect which brings me to my next question we as a people as as black men as black males are we guilty of caring too much about our image are we guilty of 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 pouring too much into how we look and I'll be honest, I'll jump in there first, man. Sometimes the answer is yes. I do think we really sometimes do focus too much on image. And it takes away from other areas that really need to be built up. Um, I think of these kids in my class a lot of times, man, they're so focused on labels and who has and who doesn't have that it, 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 it kind of it paints a bad image of what they really value and what they really consider important in life.
1: I can agree with that as a teacher. I've definitely, I definitely see that year after year. Um, it's always, you know, who has, who doesn't have, you know, making fun of whose sneakers are busted, who's got on Shack shoes, who's got this, who's got yeah. that. So sometimes it can take away from a learning environment, however, you know, we want to, you you all hear me say week after week that, you know, it, all, all things in moderation. It's important to yeah. care about how you look and how you present yourself to people. However, you shouldn't become obsessed because once you become obsessed, um, obsession comes with sacrifice. You know, whenever you start to obsess over things, you start to sacrifice certain things around you because you're taking energy that you could be pouring into other things and you start allocating all that energy towards image and it can take away from your learning experience. So you know we want to make sure that especially if we're the adults in the room or we're the the caring adults in the building, we want to make sure that we can serve as a moderator or as a guide to let them know, hey, it's important to care about yourself. It's important to care about how you look, however don't obsess over it. Cause you're always going to be looking. You're you're always going to be trying to find uh, something to change. I mean, yeah. not that change can be a bad thing. It's just again, don't obsess over it too much where it starts to uh, chip away in other areas of your life. You know, learn to sit back sometimes and enjoy yourself. Appreciate yourself.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: And you know, you know, when I think about
2: image and if we are too, you know, concerned with it. I would say, I think we all are. I think we all are self-conscious. You know, Kanye said it. Yeah. You know, we all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so there's something on all of us that we think that we can mask with what we wear, with what we put on, with what we say. You know, we're all insecure in some type of way. And I believe that image helps a lot of us hide those insecurities. Mm -hmm. So you put on your best suit. Cause you don't want nobody to know this about you or you put on your best cologne because you you want people to pay attention to that about you instead of something else and i think a lot of the times especially for african-american men um we're probably the most misunderstood vulnerable humans on the planet of the earth and our image our image is everything to us yep yeah
0: yeah, agree. Agreed a thousand percent upon that one, bro, because I'm not going to lie. There's been many a day where I just I woke up and I did not have it, and I threw on a suit because I was like, yo, I need, I just, I felt like that suit would give me a little extra to my image to kind of help boost me through. So I get what you're saying. There you go. Exactly. I get what you're saying 100%, man. So this actually brings me to the next question I have to ask, man. So when it comes to men in the building, we already know there are very few of us, right? We know we only two percent of education of teachers across the whole nation and whatnot. So, does how a man dresses in the school building as a teacher or even as a professional anyway, does it affect his or does it impact his effectiveness in the classroom? Like, say, for example, the teacher who wears the college shirts compared to the teacher who wears the shirt and ties. Does it affect their effectiveness in the classroom?
2: I have to say yes. Um, And now let me explain. Now, uh, I've learned over the years, man, when you resonate with the the kids, Mm -hmm. especially through fashion, Mm -hmm. it's a different ball game. It's a different ball game, man. Uh, The days when you come in sharp and you look in your best, What's what the first thing the kids ask you? Uh man, what, what, why are you dressed up today? What's, what's going on? What's happening? That's they true. think something big is happening when you dress, you know, very, you know, sharp. And then you got to tell them, man, hey, this is my place of business. This is my profession. You know, I look good because I feel good. I feel good because I look good. And so I think it does impact your effectiveness because people take how you look uh, at, at face value. If you look good, yeah, they're they going to pay attention to what you're saying. They're going to be more prone to, to, to listen. And, you know, vice versa. When I come in dressed down with my Jordans on and my jersey on, they like, oh, man, Mr. Lewis, I see you. I, I mess with the shoes. Or they, the favorite thing they say, okay, I see you. I see you. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So, man, uh, image is important. And depending on what you wear and how you put it on, man, it, it does impact your effectiveness in the classroom
0: that is true that is very true i um i do think that as well um shout out to my man uh yoshi who tapped in last week man i am a shirt and tie teacher if if monday through monday through friday i'm in a shirt and i'm in a tie and i think part of that is because of the men who i idolized as 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 a young kid but i also think part of that plays into this too i remember when I first started teaching, and I wore shirt and tie, and a kid, and I thought a shirt and tie was just common. A kid asked me, "Why are you so dressed up?" I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm trying to be professional and all that." But I think later on in the conversation, he pretty much told me the only time he's seen guys in shirt and ties was when they're going to jail, or they got to show up in court. Ooh, that's heavy. They ha- they have to go to uh, when they're going to jail. They got to show up in court when they're at a funeral. Or when he's going to church, he's never seen guys wear shirt and ties outside of that. And from that moment on, it became my mission to show up in a shirt and tie every single day at work to show him. This is what professionals kind of dress in to show him that this is almost the uniform of business and somebody who can be successful. You don't have to look at these certain areas just for shirts and ties like when he told me that i was oh we about to every day i'm coming in shirt and tie crisp so that's um that's one of the things that drove that drove that drives me to wear shirt and tie every day just because i know a lot of people the image of a black man in a shirt and tie is everywhere except these places of business they're not used to seeing guys in suits at work they're not used to seeing guys dressed sharp just to come in and do something like teaching they only see these shirt and ties in other places And every now and again you know i'll throw it i'll change it up i come in there with a nice shirt and you know jeans and you know sneak my my sneaky game ain't all that but you know (laughs) i'll come in and do the best that i can but i i do think it demands it it does demand a different level of respect compared to how you dress inside or outside of your place of business
1: what you got to say Don? no i i definitely no i'm just soaking it all in because um you and antoine definitely share a different perspective that i really didn't even take into consideration because i've tried both um and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm the I'm the science shirt, khaki, and sneakers teacher. Mm-hmm. So f- five days of the week, I'm 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 coming in with uh, either a school shirt or a shirt with some kind of witty science uh, phrase on it, and you know, wearing khakis and shoes. And um, for me, it's it has created at least for me, a conversation starter or a buy-in, you know, in the morning, you know, I guess in a way it's kind of formed like a platform for my SEL in the morning. So like yeah. greeting the kids at the door. Hey, Mr. Williams, those, those are nice. Where'd you get those? Oh, well, you know, me and my wife bought these from so-and-so, you know about the ones that are dropping tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go. So, I mean, it, it's kind of created a way for me to buy in or at least get them to begin speaking. Uh, to me in the morning yeah. uh, and I've done the 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 shirt and tie uh, my very first year bow tie, suspenders coat I did the whole yeah. um, nine yards and you write, right you do get those questions you do get the uh, where are you going or why are you so dressed up or um, and I do believe we do need more men in the building that dress like that because it does give them an opportunity to view black men in a different light um yeah besides you know like i said besides the sneakers and um jerseys all the time because uh to show them that it's not just getting dressed for court dates or for funerals yeah you know exposure is everything and it that becomes one of our jobs you know as educators we have so many different hats to wear this is just one of them exposure to show them you never know how this will impact them later on down the road you you might inspire them um to want to seek a profession where you you dress uh, you know where you're wearing a, a certain tie each day and also in that light you know it also makes me wonder when did western society begin to shift because you know while you all were talking i was also thinking about the fact that there was a point in american history where this was common like yeah. wearing a shirt and tie was common like if you think yeah. back to the, the the 40s 50s um even some parts of the 60s like it was common to see a man walking with his briefcase shirt and tie mm-hmm. looking business fly and i just started mm-hmm. to wonder, you know what was it what shifted you know what changed so uh, i i'm i'm learning from you all this morning as well man you all are definitely causing me to do some deep reflections and hey
0: man listen to me first first and foremost ladies and gentlemen let me tell you something mr williams has an impeccable shoe game His <laughs> Shoe game is top-notch i have known donny for years and i just be like dang where did he get those like, I have had this conversation and not only is it just Donnie, it's Donnie's entire family.
2: Oh, Lord. Don't Don't it. It.
0: <laughs> Internet, Louise Williams. <laughs> got some shoes for you.
2: Hey, I can attest oh, to that. Nah, oh, yeah, oh, that's, oh, true. that's true.
0: That's oh, <laughs> true. He got some shoes for you. And now the offspring, little DJ, has oh, got some shoes for you. So listen <laughs> to me. I do think I do think it is important to have that contrast that have to have that broad spectrum of imagery in a building. You need the man with the shirt and the tie. You need the man in the sneakers. You need the man in the button up or, or the college shirt, because what I think what it does also is it offers an image that our black boys need to connect to. There are our kids who like the man in the shirt and the tie, because they want to learn how to tie the tie. There are our kids who like the man in the sneakers because they want to learn how to incorporate that into their dress or how can I be that growing up? Like, how can I get a job and not lose my love of sneakers? They need the guy in the collar shirts and all that because that's who they resonate with. So I think, again, that imagery that we create that imagery that we put out there is very important because we all know our students are watching. They're watching us like Hawks. Boy. Yes, so they do. I think that's yes. very important. So I want to switch. I want to switch. I want to switch the the conversation just a little bit. We got to talk about this. Our female students. All right. How do you think your image affects your female students? How do you think the image that you're putting out and portraying affects your female students? And again, I'm going to throw my hat. I'm going I'm to jump in here. This one first. I think often at times it gives them an image of something that many of them either want or don't have in their lives. And what I mean by that is the image of a strong man or the image of a man, period, is often defined a lot of times by the teachers that they're around. I've had many of my female students come up and say, you know what, you remind me of my dad, you remind me of my uncle, you remind me of my grandpa. And these are people that they wish that they could be around. So I think our image, even how we dress, how we act, how we smell, is something that our female students kind of gravitate towards a little faster than often than our black boys do. So I think that's that's important to think about and um, remember at all times.
1: Uh, man, you took the words right out of my mouth. I could not agree more. I've had this conversation so many times with uh colleagues and even with my wife. I, I jokingly say that my boys hate me, wh- which is not true. Well, I don't know, there's probably one or two out there that do hate me, but I mean, they they got to deal with that. That's on them, on me. yeah. But, yeah. but, but if you were to tally up by gender the amount of students that come back the next year and want to talk to me and have conversations with me. The mm-hmm. girls heavily outweigh the boys. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say that sometimes just being there for, forget what you have on, whether you got on a t-shirt or a coat, suit and tie sometimes being there mm-hmm. can be enough to just draw them to you. There's this one young lady I have this year currently every morning without, without fail. She'll walk up to me and say good morning, Mr. Williams. And then I already know where the rest of the conversation is going. She'll want to talk to me about some boys. She's boy crazy. So she wants yeah. to start talking to me about her relationships or who she has a crush on or who she doesn't like anymore because they're mean or because they they call their name this, that, and the third. And to be transparent with you, it used to annoy me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being completely honest. I am in, in my mind, I was rolling my eyes so hard at her, like, oh my god, here she comes. But after doing some reflection, I started to think like I never hear her t- 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 till now I've I met this girl in august it's It's March now. I've never heard this girl say a single word about her father. I've never mm-hmm. heard her reference him. I've never mm-hmm. heard her talk about him. It's just her, her mother and her siblings. I've never heard her talk about a a, a prevalent male figure in her life, so it made me think, well, maybe she's longing for a strong male figure to be able to talk to about these things, to have these yeah. conversations with the, a, a man's perspective to tell, well, you know, you shouldn't uh, talk to him if he's gonna be mean or if he doesn't treat you this kind of way or if he doesn't take your feelings into consideration. You know? And sometimes I just stand there, she don't, I don't utter a word. She just wanna right. get it off her chest. And just the fact that she's confiding in a, a, a male figure. So sometimes just being there alone. And it's like, it took this year for me to realize that. Um, but going back to my original point, man, like, Jeff, you are so right, man. If you if you tallied it up, it's my girls always come back and see me, talk to me. Um, I had one young lady. Her birthday was last week, or mm-hmm. she bugged – the previous week she bugged me. She, and, again, this is a girl I taught last year. Uh, Mr. Williams, my birthday is on Friday. What you going to get me? Mr. Williams, my birthday my bur- – bugging me. So that morning, <laughs> that morning, I stopped. I got her a card. I stapled some hot Cheetos to the car. Oh. And it, it, it said from 7E. And then she, I mean, she was on me like a hound. As soon as the bell rang, she shot to my classroom. And she was just standing there with her hands on her hip. I was like, here, girl, just take this and leave. Just take these hot Cheetos in this car and leave, oh. leave, me, alone, leave me alone. So it matters, man. Like, it matters. Because again, I, I don't yeah. know sometimes being there alone, man, like like this dad thing is real, bro. Like our presence, our presence is everything. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. The, the image, the image, the image. That's that image they want. Side note. Yeah, man. that's, that, you that's that image that you they need. Good one, that's that image that they need, man.
2: Go ahead, Antoine. Uh, just to tap in, you know. That, that that male presence for your female students from a black man that's compassionate, that shows respect, that shows a dominance. Man, I think it's alluring for a lot of our young ladies when they see what they may not be seeing on the average. And so, like you said, Jeff, you know, some of your female students, they say, man, you remind me of my dad. You remind me of this person. You remind me of that person. And you just don't know what seeing you on a daily basis may do for them or the conversations you have. Well, I can tell the story that Donnie just told. That young lady might remember that forever. You know what I'm saying? But it was just that moment of compassion that he showed that sometimes our young ladies just don't get. And so. It's hard for men to be cognizant of that, because you you sometimes I know for me, I, I always think. I can't show my soft side. I can't show my soft side. Right. But I'm learning right. how to do that a little bit better. Yeah. And it's okay to be vulnerable in certain instances with our young ladies. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. image is everything. Relationships is 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 a must. It's,
1: it's true. It's true. Just just to say one more thing, man. Like, I don't know if you all have ever experienced this before, man, but like not to open up a whole different can of worms, but like have you ever just, you know, casually just paid a compliment? Hey, your hair looks really nice today or you know just gave them a compliment and they didn't know how to take it like like i have a couple young ladies like they're just so hard like their guard is up all the time like i i gave one young lady a compliment i was like your, your hair looks really nice she man her her instinct was to ball up her face and it's like it took her a couple seconds and she was like thank you like she, i mean she just said it's all thank you i'm like yeah. i mean come on we gotta <laughs> yo
2: yo yeah that, that that's that is odd but i yeah. mean
0: Listen Man, me. The that, one I had, that was... What I had to catch myself with is, I I don't know what it is, but I realized, I guess I'm very huggable. These kids want hugs a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, this one young girl, like she just she just looking angry and all that type of stuff, right? And I went and I said, you know what, you need a hug, uh, <laughs> and I gave a girl a hug. And of course, it was a hug. I went no squeeze up on the type of stuff like that. But yeah, by the end of that hug, she said, you know what. I really, really needed that. I don't get that wow. enough.
1: Wow, wow, like, see? Oh, see?
0: And she was like, just thank you. And now every morning the little girl come looking for a hug. And I'm like, all right, come on, bring it in, get in here. You're gonna have it a good was, day today.
1: It was needed. It, was, it needed. was needed.
0: But this brings me to another question that I have to ask for our academic discussion, fellas. We just talked all this time about our young ladies. We've been talking about image. we talk about the importance of image. How do you handle dress code violations when it comes to our young
1: ladies. Uh I'll go. I'll take that one first. I I play it smart. So if if they're if it's something that they're wearing that's just like completely outrageous, like extremely outrageous, like they finna go to Club Prive in Atlanta. Outrageous (laughs) Uh, so that I am comfortable I've been blessed with being the only man on a team with three other women. So I just any mm-hmm. miny, moe that thing. And I walk up to my teammate and say, hey, can you tell so-and-so about what they have on? And yeah, sure. No problem. And they'll go and they'll address the issue with the young lady, either provide or something or, you know, the, the, they take care of it. So that way mm-hmm. it can remain comfortable on both ends. You don't have to worry about, you know, me saying something to you and, and uh, vice versa um and there was one particular instance where you know we all work in buildings where they say that you know no hoodies are um are accepted you know you know don't wear hoodies in the building there was one young lady and it was one of those times where i'm blessed to be aware or be a part of the african-american race like you know some things are just cultural some things you, you under you understand through having moms aunt sisters one young lady did not want to remove remove the hood. And so she told me in confidence, she was like, hey, Mr. Williams, you know, my, you know, my hair's not done. You know, my, my mom's not done with my I'm like, okay. I was like, well, I tell you what, I was like, why don't you um why don't you ask mom to run you by the beauty supply store after school? Where you a headscarf. you know, where you and she was like, I didn't think about that. I was like, yeah, very next day, hoodie was off. That hair was wrapped, son. That hair was, so that way, you don't have to worry about me yeah. saying anything. Also, at the same time, like she doesn't have to feel insecure. She was fly with her head wrapped. So I mean, that's that's how I handle situations like that, man. Just understanding and trying to, try, trying to understand.
0: Yeah, yeah, true, very true. What you got, Antoine?
2: Hey, dress code for for young ladies is touchy. It's touchy because. You know, now I'm starting to notice with my seventh graders as the year is starting to come to an end, they're finding themselves. Uh, yes. They're tying up the shirts in the back to kind of expose their little stomachs, or you know, they wear they little they got their hoodies on or whatever. But they got the little strapless shirts on underneath and this and that. And so I get it. I was 12 and 13 at one point, but I try to teach them about you know, hey, you know, it's time and place for everything. And so the way I handle female, uh, man, I just call their mamas. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, mean, I know you. I know it's cool for outside of school or at the park or skating rink, but, hey, such and such has this on, and we just want to keep her safe and respect yeah, her body. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what it's about, safety in her body. Because yeah, yeah. little boys, whatever they see, they think it's available.
0: Yeah. Sorry.
2: Sure. So I, I I take it from that standpoint.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we 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 can all agree on this point first. Boy dress code violations are a lot easier because it's ten times out of ten, just pull your pants up, get a belt, pull your pants up. That that's literally what it is. Boy dress code violations, pull your pants up. Girl dress code violations are definitely touch and go. And yep. um, the 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 I, I've been blessed. I've I've been cursed and blessed at the same time. I realized I have assumed the dad, the uncle role a, a lot of times for a lot of these female students. So I'll be like, hey, girl, come here. Be honest with me. What was you thinking when you put this on this morning? <laughs> like, oh, OK. OK. okay. Let me ask you. This. Do you think you are showing too much skin? <laughs> well, no, I think I'm fine. I'm OK, well, let me ask you a better question. You see that boy in the back? And I always, this is the one that always gets them. I always point out a boy that they don't like in the classroom. And I'd be like, you see that boy back there? He'd be like, yeah. What he looking at? He looking at you. Now go to the dog. Dog, Uncle Jeff.
1: Yeah,
0: that's how it sounds. My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, because, Lord have mercy. It's summertime. It's getting close. Hot in the leggings. Jesus, the leggings is coming out, and have mercy, Lord. That just oh, okay, all right, yeah. Like Don't you said, Donny, go go talk to Miss What you call it, 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 it exactly. That's it, because exactly. it's appropriate.
1: Exactly. Just just pass it off to a female colleague. So much easier Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. let it go. Yeah. let right. it go. <laughs> all right,
0: fellas, we are gonna get out the academic discussion on on last two questions here, and you you give me both at the same time. Give me. The best advice you received as a kid and as an adult in reference to image. Give me the best advice you received as a kid and as adult in reference to image. And I'm going to be the first one to jump in on this one because, believe it or not, it was actually the same as an adult and as a kid that I received. Best, Best advice that I received in reference to image. Somebody always just told me, do you. They're going to have something to say, whether you dress nice, whether you don't dress nice. But when it comes to your image, do you and do what makes you comfortable. Because at the end of the day, you're the only person, if, if you're not happy with your image, that that's it. So that that's that's mine for me.
2: Mm. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you, brother. When it just comes to fashion and just the best piece of advice I've ever gotten I've, I've never received any. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never received a, a straightforward piece of advice from another man when it came to fashion. Hmm. And so if I had to just really adopt my own, I'm just going to tell you like this. You perform how you look. Yeah. You perform how you look. And if you look good, one person I did idolize growing up was watching the Steve Harvey show. Man, yeah. every time i seen that brother man he had a suit on and all oh, his yeah. kids man and that stuck to me like that guy they're sharp man so you gonna you gonna perform how you look man
0: yeah 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 what you got man. guy
1: oh man uh my old man really wasn't uh keen on on uh fashion and what's wearing all that my my dad was a was a uh, old school just you know on your work overalls come home eat your steak go to bed type of man old school but he did he did tell me however like you know just to focus on yourself and so many words similar to what you were told Jeff just just to focus on yourself cuz you can't control what other people say about you um yeah. and as an adult now um as far as image um uh, advice Probably one of the most pivotal things that I've heard thus far is as an adult has been to focus on what you can control you know mm. um, this real famous personal trainer once put you know you know once said that you know I can't control how tall I am you know I'll always be short but you know I can work out and have a cleaner or I, I can have a, uh, be in shape I can be fit you know I can control my finances I can control how I smell you know with nice co- focus on the things that you can control. That also affect your image work on having a nice personality. Am I welcoming? Uh, am I nice to be around? You know, do I bring others up when they're around me? Do I bring out the best in other people? So, you know, focus on the things that you can control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Grant. Excellent academic discussion. As always, gentlemen, it has been an honor and a privilege. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you have heard nothing else, image is important. The pictures that you are putting out there are important. So please make sure you you do your best. We're not saying go crazy, as Donnie likes to tell us, man, in moderation. Make sure you tend to your image, man. Um, so but uh speaking of image, Antoine, they finally fixed the mirror in the teacher's lounge, brother. If ah,
2: you please perfect, perfect. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Teacher's lounge confession. Well, if you're rushing, please make sure it's the toilet that you are flushing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Here we go, here we go. Teachers Lounge, Teachers Lounge. This comes in from one of our uh, listeners. It says, I'm a high school teacher, and sometimes I pair my students into groups with people I know they have crushes on, and it is hilarious to watch. I often play secret matchmaker when I assign them partners for projects. So here's the question to the 2%. Do you ever have ulterior motives when you make groups for projects in class? I'm gonna throw this one out there to you, Donnie. When you put your students into these groups, is there ever a time when you say, I got a trick for
1: so-and-so today? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, I'm guilty of that sometimes. but sometimes it's for the opposite reason than, you know, what they put in the teacher's lounge confession. You know, I work in middle school, man, so the level of self-control is not there. You know, I got two kids yeah. now that, you know, I, daily I fight to keep them from pawing at each other in class, so I will intentionally uh put them in separate groups or on opposite sides of the classroom. Uh My talkers, man, sometimes I'll move them with people I know that they don't wanna to talk to, man. So yeah, I do that sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like, do have ulterior motives for making them
2: do. Their favorite thing would be like, I don't wanna work with him. I don't even know him.
1: <laughs> man,
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he don't wanna to talk to me. I hate this school. <laughs> 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 That'd
0: be the one right there.
2: That somebody you the hate the school. Girl, sit down.
1: Right, see you tomorrow. Yeah. oh, oh my
2: God. Take out your notebook. Be <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Shoot, man. Hey, Jeff. The group projects, man. Yeah. How do you
0: deal with them, brother? Yeah. What, what, what's your motive? I'm a, okay. First and foremost, let me be 100 percent honest with you. My groups are never data-driven. I am never making groups based off of data. Ooh. Go ahead and make that first. Ooh. Secondly, <laughs> Every time I make groups, I have three things in mind. One, are y'all going to fight if I put y'all together? That's my first question. Two, the second question I always have is how much are you going to suffer? I am so sorry, but sometimes I put kids in groups just to watch them squirm because i know my people who work fast i'm gonna put you with the people who work slow sometimes my people who work slow i am gonna put you in the group of people who just they get stuff done and they're probably gonna leave you out to the people who think they are super smart i am purposely gonna put you in a group with somebody who i know is going to embarrass you when you ask that crazy question i have to be honest about that and then the last thing i always have is if i put you in this group is this group going to self-destruct and y'all all gonna be doing individualized projects by the end of the week. That is always the question that I always go with. So those are some of my ulterior motives. This is, mid- I work in middle school too, sixth grades especially. They like everybody, they hate everybody every other day of the week. Y'all gonna be fighting fourth period, fifth period, y'all gonna be friends again. So I ain't necessarily have those ulterior motives. But my main question is, by the end of this group are y'all going to be fighting or are we going to be doing individualized product those are my motives sometimes i put them together because yeah you might have a little crush on that person We'll go ahead and use this time to holler other times i put them together because them your boys i know you're going to work with your boys but most of the time my motive for making groups is are you actually going to finish the task that i am asking you that's where that's my motive Usually my motives. That's how. That's what I think when I be making groups.
1: You be running social experiments, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> quite You like the director from the Truman Show all the time,
0: <laughs> all the time. And I just, I'm the puppet master. I be pulling strings. <laughs> oh, you don't want to work with this person? Well, go over there and work with that person. And then when the group breaks up, I'm like, well, you know, she left this group because she said you said this and you said that. You said this. Now fix it,
1: <laughs> Jeff. Just be stern.
2: Stirring
0: the pot. <laughs> Stir it, boy.
2: And you know when you work with kids, it's like, man, you just get so annoyed sometimes. You be Ooh, like, oh, Jesus, I don't want to work with them. Can I work by myself? I, I don't care. I don't care. Just do the work, right? <laughs> you know, because sometimes, man, making them work together is is harder than just making them work at all. Independent, yeah. I'm just like, okay. Can I work by myself? I, I hate when they ask that, oh. but I realize there's people out here that really just don't like working with people. Hey, so, so you don't know, know. Don't I don't know. Antoine, so, Ant- like Ant- you, how you I'm, make, how you make you like your groups?
0: Antoine, Ant- how you make your groups, man? Ah
2: oh, man, I'm old school. I just take the role A B C D. <laughs> 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 i'm alphabetical order i don't got time to be putting homogeneous groups together i don't have time to, i mean i wish i did i just don't i'm sorry to uh listeners i am not that guy <laughs> but your kids are working in groups it's just with oh there's names closer to theirs <laughs> right
1: there's, there is a method to the math yeah it's a method
2: there i'm teaching method. though come there check is. me out teeks on the way right <laughs> oh
0: that's funny man
2: that's gonna wrap it up for the teachers lounge confessions thank you to all the teachers and listeners and if you got some questions please please send them in we would love to read your letter on air
0: yes it is man again like antoine said man if you want to tap in for the conversation make sure to follow us at mr totp on twitter at Tales of the two percent on instagram join the conversation in our facebook group at Tales of the two percent podcast if you want to join or uh, be a part of the conversation or email us, one of our Teach Sounds Professions, or even have your letter read on air, please email the show at Podcast <clears throat> at gmail.com or call or leave a voicemail at 470-765-8688 and we would love to hear from you. Now, boy, Najee has been found. He is still in the bed, so I am taking the day to dig for the day. And yes, Najee, I did put you on blast on air. You got to come next. week and defend yourself. Uh but our data dig for this week, and I'm gonna give you the abbreviated day to dig, man. But our data dig for this week comes to us from a 2018 article found on Eureka alerts or titled Media Portrayals of Black Men Contribute to Police Violence. Uh the record study said. Now, we're gonna put this article on our social uh social media platform, definitely gonna be up and running this week, man. So it, in this article it reads negative and i'm gonna summarize just a little bit because i want to make sure you know we get down to the question but it says negative portrayals in the news and media affect how police treat black men in the united states according to a record school of public health study the study appears in the book research in race and ethic relations the study was based on the premise that public perceptions of male dangerousness how dangerous a black male is viewed are a factor influ- in influencing police actions and the public willingness to us as- to accept and offer officers' deadly actions as legitimate. It also noted that black masculinity is often equated with hyper-masculinity and criminality and hypersexuality. So it says that unarmed black men of course are five times more likely to be shot and killed by police than unarmed white men in america we believe that media may play a said lead, uh, play a role in this disproportionate death now uh just to drum it us uh, kind of skip down a little bit it talked mainly in this article about uh michael brown an unarmed teenager in ferguson missouri who was shot to death in 2014 by Darren Wilson, a white police officer. The newspapers that were selected due to their high potential, um, and they were selected due to the high potential public impact. So the researchers examined how the media framed the perceived masculinity. Give me one second. It framed how the media perceived uh, the masculinity of Brown and Wilson in covering the case. Newspapers use sensational words to get hits. So, the newspapers depicted Brown through Wilson's testimony as a large physical size with uncontrollable aggression. Because the officer said when he went to arrest Brown, it was uh it was like he compared himself to a five-year-old holding on to the arm of the Hulk even though that brown and the officer are pretty much very comparable or very similar into their stature uh so it's like it then goes on to say that language is critical to public perception the media should tone down emotion when it's reporting so my question to the fellas my question to the two percent and again guys we're going to post this on our social media so by all means please feel free to tap in is there any way to change the public perception of black men, or are we doomed to always be locked into this battle of negative um, influence, or not negative, new influence, negative appearance? And I can see you guys scratching your head, man. So whenever you, I see you want to jump in, and us what man, so whenever y'all want to dive in,
2: man, we've been the threat since the beginning we've been a threat since the beginning we've had a black president we've had so many different amazing african-american men do great things yet and still we are considered public enemy number one i don't think it's going to change mm. i really don't i not in this not in this country i don't think it's going to change the way uh we are treated or looked at but what I can say is going to change is the black man himself and what he's able to do and accomplish. Hmm. That's real. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine just all the dirt being put on you and you still get better. You still get better. And I'm going to leave y'all with this one. Uh, One of my favorite movies is higher learning with Lawrence Fishburne Mm -hmm. and uh, Omar Epps. And there's a scene in there where uh, Omar Epps is talking to his professor and um, he asked him a question. He says, What do you do when the odds are against you and and, and, and things are, are, are not favorable? And Lawrence Fishburne character looked at him and just said, run faster. Mm. He just told him, run faster. And that's black men in this country. You, yeah. We're forced to run faster. You got to run faster. Yeah, you yeah. fast, but you got to run faster. So I'll just leave yeah, all that.
0: That's real. That's real, right there, boy.
1: Yeah, I agree with Lewis. I don't, just to be honest with you, I I have no profound, fancy scholarly answer for that because we've patterned, the pattern has always been since we were, since our ancestors were shipped to this country, we've always been considered a threat unless we're doing something for the country. We were seen as, uh wild ravenous animals but until we're used to plow the fields and pick cotton we're seen as um huge brooding uh threatening criminals until you need me to shoot a three-pointer or dunk a ball or to throw a game-winning touchdown so you know I to be honest with you I don't know like, I, I honestly, I don't know. And I don't it's getting harder to even catch these things, make our children more aware within our schools because they're passing laws where we can't even um, speak on certain things. Look at critical race theory. Look, look within yeah. our own district they're starting to uh there are some districts where they don't even want you to use the word slaves they want you to use what is indentured uh servants am i right yeah right. right so we're not we're not cleaning up any potential issues we're just painting over all the bull crap. like we're not we're not making it better we're just painting over it and presenting a false narrative as if things are getting better or as, as if things are okay and i'm and i'm not even really more so speaking from opinion than I am. fat. those of you listening, go and you can check out studies done by the American uh, Psychological Association where uh, black men who are taller or black men who are tall compared to um, affluent counterparts um, are seen more threatening. Uh, African-Americans um, uh, that are the same size as their affluent counterparts are viewed as uh, larger in size and more menacing. So I challenge you all mm-hmm. to go out there, read those studies. So, you know, I don't even know how you can begin to deconstruct a huge issue such as that one. But the reoccurring yeah. theme or pattern is that we're seen as a problem or an issue or as a threat unless we're doing something for you, a form yeah. of entertainment, constructing, yeah. building. So I don't know. Yeah. It's some. Um...
0: This this was an interesting uh, uh, article when I read it um, because I read several different articles on this and I don't think there's a way of changing it because this is something that is embedded in the hearts and the minds of a lot of people who are unwilling to change. And I think when these articles written by these papers, they write what sells they write what's going to get people to pick up the paper and to get them to click on the article or to get them to talk about it. So it's, it's not a losing battle, but I do think there needs to be a shift. And I think this is where black men come into play because we, as everyone on this show, we again, we're fortunate enough to be the fathers of black young boys. And we teach in a county that is, has predominantly African-American population, boys included, boys mainly, the big part. So I think our shift in this conversation needs to be making our boys and even making ourselves more aware of what's being said, of what's being written, of their, of how they're being viewed. Um And it's it's a tough conversation, but it's one I know I'm going to have with my with my son, with my nephews, with anybody who's willing to listen. Is that whether you do something 100 percent right or whether you do something 100 percent wrong, you're going to be a threat. You're going to be viewed as as a threat. And how you conduct yourself a lot of times in a situation is unfortunately going to determine how that situation is going to play out. Now I'm not saying any of these uh, African-American men who were gunned down who were murdered by these police officers were they were were they uh, right or wrong were they doing something that caused this to happen to them I'm not I'm not the one to say that, but what I am the one to say is that being made aware of your situations and your surroundings, oftentimes is a, is a matter of life and death. Being made aware of your influence and how people view your stature sometimes can be the, the make or break of whether or not you make it home or not. Um, I by far consider myself as one of the least threatening African-American men you'll ever see. Uh, We know the stereotype, Don, about guys with glasses and how they viewed us as nerds and things like that. But when you partner it with skin color, when you partner it with surroundings and your situation, and 10 times out of 10, even when you partner it just sometimes with the emotion in the situation, it turns everything on its head. So while I am... Cons- while i consider myself non-threatening i do know that to somebody i am a threat to somebody my stature scares them um 5 eleven six six foot six one depending on what type of shoes i wear five uh, about 245 it ain't solid it's jiggly but to somebody that fits the description somewhere and i think that's hard to handle and it's a hard pill to swallow but it's something that we can't fall back on um i'll leave you with this man i in in preparing for this i remember reading another article where it was talking about the chris rock will smith oscar slap and it painted the picture that will smith someone who who was is in, in in to preserve and personify the do right black man he does write by people he does write by this as compared to chris rock who's pretty much probably the quintessential definition of a black comic you have these two men and in this one moment they were viewed almost the same way. No matter what Will Smith did, no matter what Will Smith said, he was viewed as an aggressive black man by his actions. Chris Rock, no matter what he did, no matter what he said, was viewed as an aggressive black man by his words. So you think about it like this. You have to be aware of what's being said, who's saying it, and you have to be aware of your actions at all times and i'm gonna jump out of here because i know naji as you're listening to this i know you probably would have went on for about another 20 to 25 minutes on this one fellas but we got to get out of here and we're going to come back to this conversation again it's definitely going to be a part two about this conversation because there's a lot of people that i want to tap in for this conversation so we're going to run over to our uh seo moment real quick but not before saying man make sure you check out one of our biggest sponsors the good folks over at unfiltered um the seo moment is brought to you by the good folks over at unfiltered it's getting hot warming up they got the new tees they got the new tech suits they got the new clothes out there for you guys to wear man so make sure you check them out they got everything from joggers to leggings clothes for the kids man to promote the right kind of image that you want to see so, remember uh, to use the promo code Tales at the end of checkout. That's Tales T-A-L-E-S, for 15% off of your um, checkout and your order, man. So, that's unfiltered. There is a science to being you. Now, let's get this music queued up. And our SEL moment for today, um, I simply titled it as this. That nothing is impossible. And I'm reminded of a lot of images. I'm reminded of a lot of things. I'm reminded of a lot of trials and tribulations that I personally have gone through and nothing is impossible. I am a hundred percent certain of this. And it reminds me of the word manifest what you often think of is what you often manifest and impossible is if you break it down and i remember this like in elementary school somebody broke the word down impossible to these two things you spell it i-m-p-o-s-s-i-b-l-e and if you break down impossible to two things it says that i'm possible if you that's really, really what you think about, if you break down the word impossible, it breaks down to the word that I'm possible, you're possible of anything that you set your mind to. You're possible, it's possible to create, it's possible to build up, it's possible to destroy. But whatever you think and set into motion, you are possible of doing and finishing. It's often boils down to whether or not you have the consistency and the willingness to get it done think about it like this man the the person who created the atom bomb something crazy they thought it. that team thought it was crazy until they put their heads together and figured out a way to get it done to the Wright brothers who created the airplane and no person in the world had ever been up in the air as long as they were but until it wasn't until they sat down and started sketching it out that they realized, you know what, this is something that is possible that can be done. And look where aviation is now, man. Possibilities are always out there. You have to learn to sit down, sketch it out. And you know, it'll come to pass. I'll give you a personal one for me. I never thought in a million years I would be a podcaster, let alone a podcaster for over a year. But it wasn't until after a meeting that I started sketching things out and I started writing things down that these things started to fall into place. And I realized, you know what? This is a possibility. The people's names, I promise you the names for the co-host on the show. I mean, they just dropped once I just wrote it. And I was like, yo, what you think about this? was like every guy who i talked to who's on this show now was like you know what that sounds dope i want to be a part of that anything is possible once you really put some time and some thought and some effort to it and let it manifest what you think and, and what you believe in is what you often manifest and what you manifest and believe in is often the possibilities that you can put out there and overcome guys i'm telling you this just to let you know that nothing is impossible with the right people with the right belief system with the right work ethic into uh that with the right work ethic you can get anything done man nothing is impossible man that's a sel moment for the day fellas how y'all feeling after that one
2: come on man I'm looking for the collection plate I gotta gotta (laughs) give off That's real deal man Manifestation brother Manifestation You gotta think it Speak it Believe it It's impossible to serve Without having faith So believe it Before you see it and, And think it And it shall come to pass I love it
0: Yeah I'm
1: feeling enlightened After that one Jeff
0: Appreciate it Yeah 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 man Yeah we all know Our Bible believing people Man all things are possible Jesus,
1: Christ Jesus. We
0: know that when that's for my church folks out there, we know where all things are possible through, man. But uh we ain't gonna dilly-dally anymore, man, fellas. Y'all give us your shout out so we can go ahead and slide about this though, man.
2: Hey, shout out to everybody that's uh getting ready for spring break. Uh getting ready to go ahead and you know get that rest and relaxation in. So all my uh teachers out there, man, take you some time to enjoy yourself and your family and and really just
1: you know relax. Shout out to all yeah. the teachers yeah same I'm gonna piggyback on that shout out to all of the teachers out there near and far spring break is upon us we made it
0: yeah for real for real round of applause to everybody still holding it down in that teach game listen to me ladies and gents don't you add Friday on Friday at 345 415 close that computer unplug everything go zero doc 30 and get yourself some rest man don't you worry about nothing I don't want to see you posting about your trip I don't want to see you blogging about your trip I don't want to see you tweeting about your trip just go out there and have the trip enjoy the trip man listen to me man we work too hard not to be able to enjoy it ourselves somebody told I saw this thing once man it was like we work five days out the week just to be off for forty-eight hours and then go back to work monday morning y'all better enjoy this week off of work man y'all worked hard to uh all our listeners man our loyal listeners guys thank y'all for tapping in week after week to everybody who makes crux media what they uh um to make tales of the two percent what it is thank you to crux media to our good folks over at unfiltered man to the new sponsors we got coming soon thank you guys in advance for uh your words of wisdom and encouragement, guys. We appreciate everybody. Naji, shout out to you, boy. We miss you for this show, man. Uh, can't wait to have you back with us next week. Um, to Donnie Antoine, fellas, guys, everybody, thank y'all for doing what y'all do to make this show great. Um, uh, who am I missing, man? Everybody, guys, just thank y'all for everything that y'all do, man. To my wife and my son, as always, guys, I thank y'all for giving me the opportunity. Step over here, man. We are going to well it's raining outside right now so we gonna have ourselves a little indoor party today on to all the students who are getting ready for testing season and who have been uh testing with map whatever test guys guys rest up we got one more week gmas is upon us so please make sure you guys get your minds set and ready to handle it man to everybody out there across all platforms, guys. You guys are awesome, man. Anybody got a final word before we get out of here?
2: No? Pieces and love, man. Blessings. Hey. Catch y'all on
0: the next one. There it is, man. There it is. So On behalf of our boy, Mr. Too Cool for School, Antoine Lewis, man, on behalf of Donnie, America's favorite science teacher, on behalf of the sleepy one, Najee El-Tayyab, I am your man, Mr. Wilson. This is Tales of the 2%, and we out. Y'all enjoy your week, man.
1: Awesome!